Do you work with AWS reserve instances, but you're not sure if you're getting the most out of them? Are you looking for a way to optimize your RIs or even those savings plans without all the hassle? What if I told you that I know a company that has the insight on Marketplace Gold? Then you're going to want to stick around because we're talking about Eco, a product by Spot. This is The Daily Tech Show, and I'm your host, John Meyer. This week, we're talking with Ben Sabota from Spot by NetApp about a product called Eco. Eco helps you continuously optimize your AWS reserve instances or savings plans by purchasing and selling them on your behalf. In this episode, we are talking real-world examples. For example, the other day, a colleague of mine put Eco into perspective. And right before the pandemic hit last year, a large ticket hosting company purchased a massive amount of RIs. Then the pandemic hit and everything shut down completely almost overnight, which means their infrastructure shrunk. And now what are they gonna do with all these RIs? Well, Eco was able to come in, purchase all the unused RIs and redistribute them to the market or our internal customers. Oh, don't forget before I bring Ben on to hit that like, subscribe and the notification button because we have more content on the way. Here to tell us about Eco and how you can help optimize your new or existing RIs and savings plans is Ben Sabota from Spot. Please join me in welcoming Ben to the show. Ben, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Appreciate it, John. So, Ben, you are one of my go-to gurus here for Eco. Before we get into that, how about you give the audience a little bit of background about yourself? Well, I live in St. Louis, Missouri. I have three boys and a dog. Uh, I actually worked previous to working at Spot at a reseller and an MSP for all three major hyperscale providers. Uh, I have a passion for understanding how the billing files are designed by those providers, which uh, is super exciting. Uh, and I like to get out and do stuff. Uh, I go on adventures with my kids or by myself. Most recently, I played a game uh, called Demolition Ball, which involves uh, bumper cars and trackballs with a bunch of strangers and they were wonderful. Had a great time. Okay, we're gonna have to talk offline about that. That's <laughs> actually very interesting. Something that I think I would have a lot of fun uh, and would amazing. be a big kid at. Yeah, you probably would. Oh man, I, and I'm gonna have to search it after this show. So Ben, before we get into Eco, would you help everybody understand the different types of instances that AWS to offer from RIs, SPs, SIs, traditional on-demand. I mean, there's a vast majority, and not only RIs have multiple standard conventional uh, and convertible, I, there's just so much. Can you help us understand a little bit before we jump into Eco? Yeah, it's, it's important to know you just mentioned some that uh, all of them are affecting costs. Some are actual instances uh, that are running and there's a price added that's associated with it. Some are just cloud billing constructs. Uh, how a customer's bill depends on what is being applied at the time by AWS or other hyperscale providers. Uh, a user can log into a console, they can spin up an EC2 instance, and they pay the on-demand price because they just did it on-demand. For on-demand instances, you get invoiced for the hours of usage. Uh, this can be a good solution and cost-effective if the user plans to only use it here or there. Uh, but sometimes you want to run things long term, and that's where reservations get involved a little bit. I'll talk about, about that in just a second. Um, the advantage of uh, an on-demand instance is convenience, but the disadvantage is that it's the highest cost of all of the different options that you have. 
for a discount, uh, a user can trade off some convenience. They can use spot instances, which are unused instances AWS puts out for bidding. So you pick your price, but you may not pick the timing. It can be in inconvenient uh, unless you know how to use spot products, uh, which that's probably a different conversation with a different product owner somewhere. Because AWS can take away those instances if they see a higher bidder for it. Uh, and then back to the commitment uh, pricing, if you expect long-term usage of a service and don't want to pay on-demand prices, you could get a reserved instance, which isn't actually an instance. It's a, it's a commitment uh, for which uh, discounts are applied uh, in trade for uh, yeah, one to three year uh, commitment. Uh, they assume that there's that steady state usage and you pay for it regardless of whether or not there's an on-demand instance or not. Uh, hopefully there is, and that way you're getting a significant discount. Otherwise, there's an opportunity for waste. Like RIs, saving plans are commitments, but they can cover more than just one type of service. Unlike RIs, savings plans cannot be sold on the AWS RI marketplace, which makes them a little bit inflexible. Uh, first, I've got to say, you've mentioned about if you're familiar with other uh, spot products, if you're interested in learning more about Elastic Group, which Ben was leading to, take a look up here. Now, Ben, <laughs> I, I, first of all, I thank you for giving us a little bit of backstory on you're not really touching or you know having that instance. It's just how it's built or the construct to it. And now that you helped everybody understand RIs, reserve instances, uh, savings plans, time to jump into what is eco? I mean, really, why did Spot put together a comprehensive product like it? And how can it help me in my environment? Sure. So uh, one of the things that, uh, like you said, is very important is that eco doesn't actually touch the resources. It is touching those commitments. It is uh, engaging in financial constructs. So no resources are ever in danger. And that's really true whether or not eco is involved. But uh, the management of that economy surrounding those commitments can get very, very complicated. Uh, so we do a lot of things that the customer cannot do for themselves. Um, at most, we hope that a customer will be engaged with us at about for about a five-minute review per month. They're not necessarily scheduling a meeting with, with uh, Eco, but what they're doing is maybe looking at the invoice, looking at the Eco dashboard, confirming that everything is on the up and up, and then moving on instead of spending hours and hours and hours kind of diving into it. What we're doing is we are working constantly to provide the most savings for the customer and the least commitment. Uh, and probably we'll talk about that more later on down the line. Uh, we work within customer guided strategies uh, because as predictive as we wanna be, uh, what the customer has in their head is always more important because they might have a plan about what they're going to be doing with their, their resources. The, the Super Bowl might be coming and everything's going to spike, uh, but uh, we can't always predict that unless the customer tells us that's coming. Uh, and what we're actively looking for is a hybrid portfolio of commitments, reservations, and savings plans. Uh, but we're especially looking for something that we like to call RI Marketplace Gold, where uh, we are utilizing uh, AWS's ability to buy and sell uh, underused or partially used uh, reservations, kind of like the bargain barn. Uh, and we're going to buy a little bit here, a little bit there. And we're going to put it all together. Uh, and it won't be thrift store savings, but it's going to be like premium savings. Because if you buy straight up RIs, you're not able to make the combinations that we're able to. Uh, and then we have our own internal RI marketplace. 
which means we understand our own customers' usage and some of their struggles. And sometimes one customer's struggle can be another person's uh, strength uh, or surplus, if you will. And we can help broker some deals between them so that some RIs move into the right place. Uh, and lastly, we have something called Flex, uh, which allows us to uh, shift some commitments around in a way that's very, very creative. Okay, so in the beginning there, you talked about the customer strategy, what's in their head, and you, we, we talked to the customer, and that sounds to me customer obsessed all the way. You know, what we decide versus what they decide, what's going and what's happening. Now, you did mention about providing the most savings with the least commitments. Really, how is that achieved? Well, uh, if they want the most savings with the least commitment, we're going to use the AWS Marketplace for one thing. Eco is one of the biggest users of the AWS Marketplace. On behalf of our customers, we could trade out wasteful reservations that aren't being utilized for different ones that may have been posted for cheaper prices. So let's say I have purchased a reservation and I thought it was a good purchase and I find out that my operations team totally spun down the entire environment that I purchased this reservation for. I'm, I'm hung with this reservation that uh, I'm making payments on month to month to month to month. Uh, I don't wanna hang on to that, it's waste. Uh, so I'm going to put it in the AWS marketplace. Uh, and depending on how quickly it moves, it's like Craigslist, right? I might start dropping the price, dropping the price, dropping the price. And Eco is going to watch that. And they're going to be the first to pounce because we're constantly uh, looking for the biggest deals. But by the time they purchase it, it's no longer a three-year commitment. Maybe it took me a while uh, to get the deal sold. Uh, so they're going to buy at bargain basement prices, uh, something that might only be for a few months uh, worth of commitment. And we can take several of those small marketplace gold type commitments and put them together into something that really fits the customer's environment. All right. Now, Ben, you mentioned the term marketplace gold. Is that a spot coin term, I'm going to say, an internal term? And <laughs> you know, really help the audience understand the definition of marketplace gold and you've kind of walked us through how we're finding some of those awesome opportunities. I mean, we're constantly looking at it. We're constantly trying to evaluate and grab those. We're grabbing, uh, maybe there's an RI that's out there that you, you purchased, maybe a customer purchased for three years, but guess what? I'm not using it anymore. And I got to offload this. It's costing me money. Well, guess what? Now you've got a less term, you've got less money spent, and we can take a grouping of those and move them around to customers. Is that what I'm hearing? That's exactly right. And we've done that for customers before where uh, maybe a customer only had needed to use a reservation for a few months uh, and been able to provide that, that three-year uh, sort of commitment value to them uh, without a whole lot of investment. Like imagine that uh, you just are going to get uh, three months or so of a three-year RI. That's, that's a lot of money that you uh, <laughs> could have could, if you just bought a one-year commitment or something like that, you would have had to worry about paying that one-year price, uh, and then you'd have to unload your unused portion in the RI marketplace. This gives you a lot of flexibility, um, and it's cheap. Okay. Now, how often does Eco scan the RI marketplace? I mean, to get these values, oh. to get this marketplace gold. I mean, really, I, I'm a customer. I'm always monitoring and watching. But how, what is Eco doing that I can't do? 
Uh, well, you're, you're asking me a little bit about the secret within the sauce, but we okay, are constantly okay. without giving away too much of the secret. No, I'll speak in I'll speak in uh, vague talk here, but okay, you'll appreciate okay. it. I think we're constantly scanning it, and we're scanning it with lots of eyes, and um, that is and by eyes you can interpret it that any way you want to. But um, we utilize the AWS marketplace more than any other user that's out there. Uh, if there's a deal that's out there, we see it before anybody else. Nice, nice. Now, not only there's the AWS marketplace, do we have like an eco internal marketplace for customers that we're utilizing? We have a lot of customers and we have a lot of insights into what it is that they're doing. Oh, Sometimes I like they make that pun, big purchases. by the way. <laughs> well, <laughs> you said insight. I was just, uh, that was well, pretty good. Yeah. But back to that. It was totally intended too. <laughs> yeah, uh, sometimes customers make big purchases on reservations that are hard to move in the marketplace. So they, they might get stuck with them. So we're going to make connections between customers based on the strategies and usage, which allow both to benefit from the transaction. Um, we've had uh, customers that had entire accounts full of reservations, and we were able to uh, quickly move them from one customer to the other without either of them really looking on the marketplace at all. Um, it's it's a, a real benefit uh, for both sides. Uh, interesting. Now, uh, real quick, everybody, hang tight. At the end here, Ben and I are going to play the T-Rex game. And originally, I was like, Ben, we're going to play it. Then the kick of this, I was like, uh, I'm not sure. And Ben's like, man, I was practicing. I heard you're undefeated, and I challenge yeah. you. So guess what? I'm adding it back into the show. Oh, he's cracking the knuckles. All right. uh, I think I've got some competition coming up. <laughs> well, uh, I, I definitely won't choke. That is definitely uh, not going to happen. Oh, come on. Okay. So, Ben, I know Eco has a product called Eco for MSP. What MSP, what is it? Uh, you know, for me, I came from, I had a unique experience working with an MSP a couple of years ago. And I, I provide, I found that there's a lot of value in it and understanding how it works behind the scenes. How does Eco MSP work? And how does it help the needs of an MSP? Sure. Um, well, we have that experience in common. And based upon what you saw, you know that it takes a lot of manpower to build and maintain a proper billing feed. Uh, how does it work? We're consuming the cost and usage report from AWS that might be in the reseller MSP's master payer or managed, uh, uh, what is it, the management account now? Yeah, you got to yeah. change it, got to yes, say the nice yes. words. Yep. Um, so, uh, we are then taking that and we are distributing it, uh, to the, uh, reseller MSPs and customers in what we're calling subsets, uh, or it could be internal departments that we're distributing it to. We're passing it through layers of logic and, uh, through those layers of logic, um, you can, or the, the MSP or the, uh, enterprise can choose to pass on the savings that ECO has provided, either as a pass-through or they can choose not to pass it on. They can take the savings and then they can charge downstream whatever they want. And so we are able to process all that for them. Uh, we're able to ensure that all of the billing is then validated. Uh, they, can, they can review what they have set up from a, a billing workflow standpoint against whatever reporting they've already established uh, against AWS. Uh, the Cur and Cost Explorer. And then when they're ready to go, uh, they can turn it on for their end customers. They can balance their invoice 
uh, versus uh, what they see in our cloud uh, analyzer console. So we provide the ability to do turnkey billing rules that we've uh, based on best practices, and common market trends, all based upon the curve, which can help a customer to get margin fast or just to allow for fair accounting practices for back billing if the enterprise is using it. Talk about value and a lot of time and cost savings for an MSP. We're handling the bulk, the workload, the validation, the reports. Here, you click a button, you send it downstream, or you give them what you need. Here it is what the cost. Before I touch on the cloud analyzer, uh, I want to talk about eco in general. How often are we analyzing a customer's account for more savings or commitment for their environment? Sure. So we're constantly uh, looking at their environment. Like it's hundreds of times a day, uh, we're leveraging whatever uh, APIs are available, uh, looking at uh, their EC2 usage. We're looking at, um, yeah, uh, whatever resources that they have signed up with us uh, for us to uh, manage all the commitments. But we can only uh, update our billing data, uh, the current data, as often as AWS updates it, which is about one to three times a day. Okay. Uh, do you have an average on maybe some, how often we're making changes or these commitments? And remember, it's not actual physical changes to the infrastructure or the environment. It's changes to the financials and everything behind the scenes. Do you have any, like, you know, how many times a day we might be making a change or a commitment in order to do a lot of cost savings for customers? Making transactions, either yeah. listing an RI or yep. uh, exchanging it or buying one. Yeah, I, I just uh, imagine that this is constantly happening because environments are changing, customers are changing. One customer needs uh, sure. translate to another customer's wants, and we move things around in order to get the most cost savings. But I would really want your perspective on it. Well, Eco is going to uh, evaluate uh, whether or not to make a change um, in a customer's environment uh, thousands of times a day, right? Like it's going to look at every single reservation, every single instance, and it's going to compare it to every opportunity that's out there. Wow. Uh, whether, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a wow. constantly evolving landscape. Uh, and then as far as how many transactions are taking on a particular day, uh, <laughs> it could be zero. Uh, because yeah. there may not have been a better opportunity out there within the RI marketplace. But if all of a sudden we see that there is a uh, an opportunity with ROI uh, where you've got perhaps a bunch of reservations a customer has already, and we could quickly purchase uh, 100 reservations from the AWS marketplace and list on the AWS marketplace all 100 that they had already purchased because the price and commitment is better over here, uh, we'll do that. So uh, it's it's really uh, difficult for me to say you know uh, between zero and a thousand. It's it really <laughs> depends on the customer's environment. I cannot imagine uh, one person, two, three, four, even five people trying to do this for one company that has thousands of RI savings plans commitments to to just analyze everything. It's it totally blows my mind on how well we're handling this for all our eco customers and how much cost savings we're doing for them. I just, I, I can't imagine one person doing it. Uh, I hope no one has to. <laughs> yeah, uh, I can see a lot of spreadsheets in their future. <laughs> I've seen, I've been a part, yes, I've seen uh, those spreadsheets before and I have heard uh, people whose jobs that were event, uh, they're, they have hard jobs ahead of them. It's, it's an <laughs> impossible task. There's always a way to I, do it better. 
and uh, we're trying our best to do it the best in the market. Okay, Ben, that that was really some really awesome information. But here's a tough question: What if I've already purchased savings plans in the past or have existing? Can Eco still help me? Okay, that depends on how much room there is to work with. But typically, from what we've seen, there is, the answer is yes. Savings plans, from our perspective, can be a big bit risky. Uh, they can't be offloaded like our eyes can in the marketplace, which means if your usage goes away, you are still paying on a savings plan. Or if you paid all upfront on a savings plan, it's waste, right? Uh, but there have been situations where Eco found savings in other areas or helped the customers get creative with dealing with their savings plan lock-in. Um, that again is some part of the Eco secret sauce. Uh, so I, I, I hesitate to share too much. Yeah, thank you, John. Thank you. Yeah, lock it away. Yeah, don't worry. We'll, we're we're going to move on. We won't give any secrets <laughs> away because I think Eco is special and unique. Uh, out there in the environment. I have an example, a real live customer example that I'd like to share with you. Now we had Eco do an analysis on their environment and they came back with EC2 workloads with an estimated cost savings on the low end of $310,000 and on the high end, $510,000. Is that immediate savings? Is it spread out monthly? You know, 300 uh, divided by 12, I get my money. Sure. How does that really work? Or how does how does a customer realize? Okay, on the low end, three hundred and ten. On the high end, five fifty. I mean, sure. where where do they see it? Okay, so that's a great question. I'm glad you asked it. Uh, first of all, those low high end uh, sort of ranges are probably related to uh, the ranges associated with one and three year reservations. Um, probably what we're trying to do is um, find something in the middle, uh, and that's usually what the AWS RI marketplace can help us obtain. Uh, remember, we don't want to lock our customers into really high commitments. Uh, so going all in on three-year reservations can be a little risky. But to answer the other half of your questions, Eco can provide those savings. Some customers might take a little more than others to get there on a monthly basis. You, you talked about the, the, the 310 divided by 12. Yes, that's the goal. Uh, Eco manages a hybrid profile. And what I talked about earlier, an ever-changing landscape. Uh, and because some customers' um, instances might be, I'll just call them exotic, it's sometimes better to get started sooner than later because it could be some ramp up time. So some customers have found like they've hesitated, they've hesitated uh, whether or not to get started. Uh, and it really worked to their disadvantage because they missed out on a lot of opportunity. And uh, it, It's not something you flip a switch and like, oh my gosh, I've just saved millions of dollars today. It doesn't really work quite like that. It can't. You mentioned a ramp up time. What is a kind of traditional ramp up time when I start realizing some savings or some significant savings? I mean, sure. granted, we'd all like to flip that switch and get those millions of dollars of savings, but yeah. is it you know one, two week or do I start to realize it in a month? And the sooner I do it, the sooner that it will hit and I'll start to realize it. Yeah. So it there will be customers that recognize savings right away. Uh, and then, as I mentioned, sometimes there are challenges. Uh, I think four to six weeks is typically what we're saying that uh, it's going to end up being for most of our customers to reach most of their savings potential, but we're always looking to get more for our customers. Uh, and it's important that uh, we are constantly watching their environment because like I said, there's always spikes and we can always fit something into those. All right. Awesome. All right, Ben, my last question before we get to T-Rex here, you mentioned cloud analyzer and that the console lines up with it. What is CA? Does it provide 
a easier way of looking at the AWS billing console. And I chose my words wisely. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I know it's easy to use and helps customers understand their utilization, but l let's help everybody understand what Cloud Analyzer is and why we should just hook it up. Sure. Uh, it's free. Anybody can use it. You just have to have an AWS Sign me account. up. I'm ready. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, <laughs> I'll say it provides a lot of the same data you already find in your AWS console. We feel like we were providing it quicker. And in fact, we just made an update today uh, that I saw it uh, load data uh, for a very, very large customer within 1.5 seconds. Uh, so that it was jaw dropping. Uh, wow. And it provides, yeah, it, the, the way that we position the data is very user friendly within our spend analysis tool. Additionally, it shows ways to optimize your environment, leveraging spot platform products like Eco, uh, like Elastic Groups, like Ocean, all great products, but so you could uh, log in, set up with Cloud Analyzer and have zero idea how you're going to be using Spot Next, and this will help you. This will give you an idea of which accounts to target or which products to target. It's a great tool. Some users might sign up thinking Eco is their goal for savings, but discover Elastic Groups or Ocean are opportunities for some of their accounts. Uh, I like how Cloud Analyzer shows you visualization of your usage and your groups and where you're spending the most money uh, in the environment. And I like that it's just right up in front and center and the simplicity of the screen is very clean. So that was probably some of the benefits and overall the value of, you know, obviously it's free, but seeing your data right in one console, why I'm already taking a look at my Elastic Group or Ocean or even utilizing Eco. Yeah, yeah, it's either high level data or you can get very granular with it. Uh, we, I think we do a good job of hitting a lot of different persona with that one. All right, Ben, time to get down to the nitty gritty here and play Let's some T-Rex. Uh, you know what? Being the host, I'm going to go first just oh. to see what you have to be. I, and I think it's the right thing to do since I'm undefeated and it'll give you a chance. Uh, let me get my T-Rex game up and uh, share my screen. All right. Traditional question. Can you see my screen? I can. All right. You ready? I am. I feel pressure. Here we go. <laughs> Three, two, one. Oh, I got the time right there. Oh, it's go oh, oh my god. Oh I've got a chance. Oh. I've got a chance. Oh man, double and I jumped too early on the oh my goodness. Oh, oh I was sweating. Right. I was right. you know what? It shows my name right away and it knows that I'm good. All right, Ben, share your screen. Let's get this All going. All right. All right. Here we go. I can't say that I'm not rooting for you to lose. All right. Ready? Wait, 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 wait. Well, oh my is this Godzilla This is the Godzilla right version. I just scrolled down and I, I can do this if you prefer. No, go back. No, go back. I want to see the Godzilla version. Oh, that's, okay. that's much better. All right. Okay. Are you go. ready? Like the cars. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're hitting. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I want to redo here. <laughs> Why? Because uh, I. <laughs> you're just watching the master and you're getting upset oh. now. Are you hitting the space bar or the up arrow? Up arrow. Okay. Oh, into the donut shop. Man, okay. Well, I'm going <laughs> to lose by much. Oh, I'm going to play. I the Godzilla version was underneath. I'm going to play I that. Chose the All right, everybody. Version, I had lost my first one. I am now two to one. Ben just beat the champ. Congratulations on it. <laughs>
Uh, so everybody, remember, if you like what you see, don't forget to hit that like, subscribe. Also, drop some comments down below. Ben, thank you so much for helping us understand ECO and how it can help with our AWS RIs and savings plans. I really appreciate you joining the show. My pleasure. All right, have yourself a good one. Thanks for having me. Yep. Bye. Bye.